That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. God did. Callie did. There it is. They all did. Yay did. M did. Everybody did. Okay. What's up? This is another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip hop music culture. It's brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A Dub. All right. It's a brand new week. It's Monday. And this past weekend, Ray J did an entire expose on the Kardashians. He also gave out new details on the Kim Kardashian and Ray J sex tape. So we'll dive all the way into that. Also, Eminem landed his first ever number one on the Billboard Hot 100 Christian Songs chart, and Young Blue copped his own private jet. So a couple of things to get into to start the week. But first, you know we have to ask that you subscribe to DX Daily on whichever streaming platform that you are listening to us on right now. Thank you. Now let's get into it. So Ray J versus the Kardashians. I feel like we should have stopped talking about this like 15 years ago, but somehow here we are in the year of 2022 and there are more new developments coming out about the infamous Ray J and Kim Kardashian sex tape. Now this all started because Kim and her mom, Chris did a lie detector test on the late night show with James Corden recently. And they were asked a question about the sex tape. And according to Ray J, They lied in their answers and they tried to slander his name. So then that set Ray J all the way off and he just went in and started exposing basically everything that happened. Yes. So like it started on Saturday and he went on Instagram live for like hours. He was on there and he was like, he was talking about it and like exposing like private messages between like himself, um, Kim Kardashian, even Kanye West. Uh, trying to bring up DMs between him and Kim. And there was like one part that I saw where like um, they were trying to find the DM and like Kim may have blocked him on Instagram so he couldn't have access to the DMs while he was on Instagram Live. Um, Also, I saw Kanye West was watching the live. So that was interesting to see all that (laughs) play out. (laughs) Oh, you know what's crazy though? Kanye is going back and forth with Kim right now. You know, they're not on the greatest of terms. So I'm wondering, is Kanye going to be on Ray J's side in this or is he going to stick by Kim because that's the mom of his kids? Because he doesn't seem to be really feeling Kim like that either. And uh, Ray J's whole thing, or a lot of what Ray J was saying during this entire rant was about how they use people and and discard them and try to build stuff off people's names. So I'm wondering if Kanye is going to relate to that same thing because he's made those kind kind of allegations towards Chris at times too. Like basically saying how Chris controls everything and how... Uh, a lot of the stuff that the girls do is based on what Chris says. So I'm wondering if Kanye and Ray J are going to find some commonality in that. Because let me tell you, Ray J had a whole PowerPoint of these DMs (laughs) with him and Kim and him and Kanye. And a lot of what he said, as a matter of fact, let's read it word for word. This is what he said to Kim. Why are you playing games, Kim? I've been nothing but a team player. We all had an agreement. Now you're trying to drag my name for your new show, and that ain't cool. It Fs up my business relationships. 
when we sat down with Steve Hirsch and your mom and we planned all of this together, now you really taking this like to the next level and making me look crazy. I don't want to expose the real ish that we did, but you are leaving me no choice. You know what we did. Your mom controlled this whole sex tape deal with Joe Francis and Steve Hirsch. It was her idea to put out the tape with Vivid. All I did was agree. Now, there's a lot in that statement that Ray J said to Kim. <laughs> so he's basically saying, like, the mom made them do the sex tape. They brought that. She brokered the deal. She had the idea for it. He also said that Chris watched the sex tape and that they made two of them for safety. They did two takes of the sex tape. And Chris told them which one was better and which one that they should sell. This is all according to Ray J. This is allegedly. Um, so to see him go off in the DMs on cam like that was, was wild because the way I think everybody thought it happened was, oh, they just happened to have a sex tape. It happened to leak. And then they capitalized off the situation and, and made the best of it. Got some money of, off it since it was already out there. But if we go by what Ray J saying, this was all the brainchild of Kris Jenner. Right. And is that not wild? Like that is, if Ray J is telling the truth, is that not wild that your mom is looking at your sex tapes and deciding which one to put out to boost your career? Like That's what? OD. <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> like your mom looking at that's that's crazy that is beyond crazy but you know what I kind of believe Ray J because through all this drama and and mess that he somehow always has going on he never seems to be lying like I, I don't think Ray J has been caught in a lie yet with any of his public scandals like no one says that he's not telling the truth and even when he was going back and forth with Kanye, when when Ray J did the the presentation on those DMs, he was he was showing love to Kanye in the DMs. He didn't even want to be involved at first. He was like, "Yo, I'm a grown man. I got a family." And Kanye's like, "Nah, we need to hop on a phone call and talk about these tapes." Like, Wax says, "You got another tape. What what's up with that?" And, and Ray J's like, "All right, let's talk about it then. Let me tell you what really happened." So Ray J goes and tells him the story about what he says really happened. And Kanye's like, all right, cool. Ray J and Kanye are cool in these in these DMs. I mean, in these uh, text messages. Um, Kanye's sending Ray J pictures of him uh, at fashion shows, taking pictures of model. Like, Ray J and Kanye seemingly have a good relationship after Ray J gives him the second version of the sex tape. So now we, we're here. Now we're um, at the point where Kim and her, her mom are still talking about this in 2022. Because every time it resurfaces, it's never Ray J. Let's point that out. It's never Ray J. It was first. It was Wack One Hundred saying that, "Oh, we got a second copy of the sex tape. I got it. I got my hands on it." Um, first, it was Wack One Hundred bringing it up again. Then Ray J tried to remove himself. Then him and Kanye squashed it, as Ray J proved with the messages. Then Kim and Chris bring it up to promote their new show. They're doing lie detector tests with with somebody on um, the James Corden show. They bring it up and they 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 could have said, no, we don't want to discuss that. That's old. We Let's not talk about that. They didn't say that. They answered the questions and those questions pointed uh, and those answers pointed Ray J in, a, in what he felt was a bad light. So now Ray J is responding. So I just want to point that out, too. Every time it gets brought back up, Ray J tries to remove himself. But I guess he said this time around, I'm going to just tell it all since y'all want to keep talking about it and keep building more fame and hype off the name Ray J and off uh, the sex tape that Ray J was in since y'all want to keep doing that. He just decided he was going to tell it all. It's giving confessions. These are my confessions. 
Yeah, I don't blame him for, you know, trying to say his side, especially if, you know, they're trying to paint a different picture that's not the truth, according to Ray J. So do I did I expect him to go on hours long uh, expose session on Instagram? No, I didn't expect that. But you got to do what you got to do if you want to clear your name. But yeah, it's interesting. I wasn't expecting this on the weekend. Me either. Oh, let's also point out he claimed that the person doing the lie detector test that said that they were not lying um, has been pointed out or called out for being a fraud on many different occasions. This, again, goes back to we never really caught Ray J in a lie because he put a link in his bio on Instagram (laughs) to show the claims of this man who did the lie detector being a fraud. Like he got his private investigator license revoked, all types of stuff like that. So Ray J just had receipts for days throughout this whole scenario. Um, I'm wondering if he's going to take it to court because he did say he was going to sue them because beyond the the messiness of it all and the dragging people's name through the mud. What really will happen sometimes is people's business dealings will get affected by stuff like this. So some company, you know, Ray J's in the tech world. He's, he's, he makes a lot of money with that. His different tech things, tech products that he has. So there can be certain companies that don't want to deal with the negative publicity of that because they feel it might affect their sales. It might affect their bottom line and they don't want that. So if all of this stuff that Ray J keeps getting drug into affects his business dealings, he could take them to court, especially if he has the receipts to show that what they were saying wasn't true. He could take them to court for defamation. He could uh, sue for damages of however much money he would have made in tech deals had they not um, sullied his brand even more. Like, yeah, I, I wonder if this is going to make really make it into court because he did say he planned on suing them. And I, I wonder because you know those Kardashian lawyers, <laughs> they don't mm. play. So I wonder how that would go. Yeah, I wonder that too. Um, I don't know if it'll go into the court side, but it possibly could. Has Kim and them said anything like about Ray J uh, going off or, or we haven't heard from them yet? We have not heard from them yet. And you know, Kim is usually quick to put out a little statement or a tweet or something like that. Or Chris, they'll probably put it out through like E! News or something like that, maybe, if they do address it. But if they're mm-hmm. in the wrong, they, they might not address it. They might wait and t- see how it plays out legally. So we'll see. But I, I want more updates on this. I'm invested. <laughs> the way Ray J <laughs> presented this... <laughs> I'm like, yo, we need part two of the expose. What's next? What we talk about next? Now show us the emails, Ray J. Show us the emails from these companies that say, hey, we don't want to deal with you or we don't want to move forward with this deal because of what you got going on with your brand right now. Show us those next. We need part Mm -hmm. two. We're waiting on it. (laughs) All right. Now let's switch gears a little bit here. Uh, Let's get nice and holy for a second. (laughs) So Eminem (laughs) has his first ever number one on the Billboard Hot Christian Songs chart. Yeah, like actual Christian gospel songs. Eminem is on the chart, along with Kanye West and DJ Khaled, actually, because um, if you listen to the Khaled God Did album, God Did, (laughs) Eminem and Kanye are actually the third song up there, I believe. Um, Yeah, because you have the Drake intro, then you have God Did. And then it's used this gospel. Yeah, so M and Kanye are on the third song on the album. And, um, yeah, it's called Use This Gospel. So, obviously, there's a, a faith-like feel to it. When I heard it, I didn't take it as a gospel song or a Christian song particularly. But since <laughs> the word gospel is in the title and, you know, they're speaking on having faith, I guess it could qualify as that. And I guess it did because now it's number one on that chart. 
So congrats to them. Yeah, big congrats to them. Um, again, another thing I was not expecting over the weekend <laughs> because um, Eminem being on a Christian songs chart, like, if you know, Eminem as a rapper and all that stuff, it was, that's highly unlikely. But I guess with this song, anything is possible. God did. Caleb did. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> they all did. Yay did. M did. Everybody did. Okay. And this all came according to a tweet from Chart Data. And it said that M's contribution to DJ Khaled's Use This Gospel has netted a controversial response. Because like we, like you just said, you know, a lot of Eminem's content matter, subject matter, is not really that gospel-like. <laughs> so a couple of people were responding to this like, what? How did he get up there? How do they allow him? Da-da-da-da. But at the end of the day, don't hate because they just streamed the song that much. <laughs> and I could see, like, maybe... Um, traditional gospel or Christian artists feeling a way about that. But I mean, Kanye's topped the gospel charts how many different times? So it's really not even that surprising. I feel like any gospel song that, song that Kanye is a part of is automatically going to be on that chart. So yeah, yeah, surprising, but makes sense the more you think about it. Yeah, no, regardless, we love to see it, you know, go ahead and get that number one. We do, man. And shout out to DJ Khaled, man. More, every... Every uh, segment or faction of music fan has something for them on that God Did album. So I, I, I like what he did with that, and clearly it's making an impact. So shouts to all of them. Now let's talk about Young Blue. So he officially just bought a private jet. And I'm, are we clapping for that? Are we, are we clapping for, for people getting a private jet? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. I'll applaud that. Yeah, he announced it on Instagram recently. He showed him signing the papers. And um, he went on this long, not rant, but just long uh, reveal of what it took for him to get to this point. And he just spoke about, like, his humble beginnings and trying to get to the point where he's at and what led him to actually being able to get this private jet. So, you know, it's, it's, been, a, it's been quite a journey from Young Blue, judging by the caption. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty lengthy caption, but um towards the end he did say that he is proud of himself. He said he called himself a beast and he says to not even owning a car, to owning a plane. I couldn't afford to buy Corbin diapers. Now to owning my own private jet from Alabama. Man, I broke barriers. I'm already a goat in my state. So um yeah, I mean, I don't I'm I'm guessing a private jet is pretty expensive, more than probably a house, a car, and all that stuff. But so yeah, it is a big feat. Gotta give him his props for that. Yeah, and he's also opening up his own university. We spoke about that. We reported on that a while ago. So he's opening up classes. He's opening up music classes for people. He's buying his own private jet. Blue must be doing quite well financially, <laughs> quite well. And it makes me wonder what else he's into because, I mean, obviously you can make a lot of money on the music side. And he's a songwriter as well, so I know he's got some big songwriting credits but I'm wondering, what, what does he have more businesses or, or what else? Because, like, notoriously, the music doesn't it, – it pays a lot, obviously, more than what people who aren't entertainers are used to making. But I'm just like, hmm, like, what, what other business ventures does Blue have going on? Because if he's affording private jets and building schools and all of these things, he's got, he's got a lot more bread than a lot of us thought, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's a good point because – I mean, I wouldn't, he's a, he is a big celebrity, but I wouldn't put him as, you know, like the whole 
Drake, Nikki level just yet. And, you know, we have Drake hiding his billionaire status and how much money he has. And Blue is showing off private jets, university building. That's big. So, yeah, I wonder where he getting all his money from if it's if it's is more than just music or song credits or if he's like a owner of something on the side because he's bringing in a lot of money. <laughs> right. Yeah. We ain't in your pockets, but we in your pockets, Blue. <laughs> And speaking of Nikki, who you just brought up, he actually has a song coming out with her this week. So he clearly is doing big things on the music front, too. And their new song is going to be called Love in the Way. And yeah, they announced it yesterday and it's coming out this week. So we'll see what that sounds like, too. Go ahead, Blue. Go off, man. Go off. You've been having a great few years. We love to see it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we are going to cap it off there today. That is going to conclude this episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms. Also, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us on social media as well. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything, too. All right, we'll see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. Hey.